So before we start the episode, just want to let folks know that uh, my wife and I have a book that is coming out in the fall, fall of 2020, uh, called When Anxiety Strikes, Help and Hope for Managing Your Storm. This is something that uh, my wife, Dina, and I have been working on for a while. For a while, we had called it Calming the Storm and uh, had a class that we did a few times with this. And uh, it's, you know, an interesting book in that it's about anxiety, but we're using a format where we had a theme for each day of the week. And then we focused on a particular theme week by week in the class. Um, It's pretty well received. So we end up looking for an agent who helped us find a publisher. And uh, in the fall of this year, we're pretty excited because we got a book coming out. So if you're interested in that, uh, please go to my website. That's jasonhobbslcsw.com slash books. Again, that's Jason Hobbs, LCSW, slash books. And you will see a list of kind of where we are. We've submitted the manuscript. We've been edited for the development of the manuscript. We've been copy edited. We're now at the point of marketing and looking for endorsers and influencers and all that kind of fun stuff. Not really, but, you know, whatever it is. Um, But if you're interested, go to the website and uh, add your email address. We'll be happy to let you know where we are in the process. Thanks. I won't wash my hands anymore on opinions, testing the truth, and maintaining relationships, even when it is hard. It's a reading from a recent Medium post uh, from August 2nd. I tried to stay out of the fray. My instincts have been honed through my work in the church and years as a therapist, I'm typically pretty good at moving back to what is actually important, avoiding straw man diversions or attempts to bait me into an argument. My default is to return to the relationship between us versus simply trying to be right. But that part about being right is where I got stuck recently. The context was on someone else's Facebook page, a post about hydroxychloroquine's ineffectiveness against COVID-19. This was immediately followed by several people posting responses detailing how the, quote, real results are being covered up in a worldwide conspiracy to sink the re-election of President Trump, or, more generously, that we should keep an open mind. One post was from a reputable news source, but was an opinion piece. So against my better judgment, I pointed that out. It's all opinions, was the response I received. And I could feel myself getting angry, frustrated, dismayed, and tempted to withdraw to move into a nihilistic space where I think to myself, what is the point anyway? You know not to get into pointless arguments on Facebook, right? I say in my head. It's all opinions. It doesn't matter what you say. They are not going to listen. Their mind is made up. It's all opinions. Don't you remember what confirmation bias is? and that we just continually seek out information that confirms what we already believe? 
The minute you write something, you will be placed in a category as a co-conspirator or sheeple or some other pejorative. The point is, no one will listen. It's all opinions. And then it struck me, this phrase, it's all opinions, brought to mind Pilate's words as he washed his hands before allowing an angry mob to kill Jesus. What is truth? Pilate said. This phrase is cynical and dismissive, yet likely emerges from someone who, like many of us, is overwhelmed and confused. In that stressed place, we can dismiss information challenging our worldview. In the face of an angry mob or a fire hose of conflicting information, it is tempting to withdraw into skepticism or worse yet, a destructive view that says nothing matters. I am tempted to wash my hands of all of it, to turn my back and walk away because it is, it is just too much to argue, too challenging to be a voice that someone might listen to, too difficult to find ways to respond with care instead of frustration. And I am reminded, too, that there is no one without sin, no, not one. For me, having been raised in the Southern Baptist Church with sword drills and memorizing verse after verse of Scripture, my interpretive framework is one where the cynicism of Pilate leads to the death of an innocent man. We are instructed to stop and help others as did the Good Samaritan, we who call ourselves Christian have a responsibility to love God and others. So I remember that I can't wash my hands of them. And I remember Mr. Josie. You see, Mr. Josie was one of the kindest men I knew during my teenage years as I worked at a small local grocery store. In his older age, he gardened, typically bringing in several flowers, which he would give to the mostly female cashiers. One day, he invited me to have lunch with him and his wife at his home before I headed to college. On that visit, he walked me through the garden from which these flowers came. Mr. Josie identified the plants, telling me what they preferred, how they were propagated. Mr. Josie was an expert, based on his research and experience. And then he said to me, Test everything. Hold on to what is good. This was a time of transition and change for me as a young adult. And as with any of us, those times of stress and change can lead one to grab hold of something that feels secure but may lead us in the wrong direction. It is hard to walk through the anxiety, to learn enough information. It is harder still when that information challenges something we thought we knew, something we thought was true. Like scientists, we test. We have our hypothesis or our assumption. We look for ways to either disprove or prove that hypothesis. 
we are open to being wrong because even then we learn. Being wrong is okay. Being wrong is the human condition. This phrase that Mr. Josie gave me, test everything, hold on to what is good, reflects the words of Paul as he encourages the community there in Thessalonica to love each other, even in the midst of difficulty. Which brings me back to washing my hands. We know, based on established scientific research, that washing one's hands frequently is a great way to stay healthy. I also know that despite the challenges, it is best to stay engaged, to respond caringly to others as they also experience the stress of this pandemic, and in this particular situation, to not wash my own hands of others with whom I disagree. Staying in relationship is hard work, trying work, but also God's work. If we are called to the truth, then that truth is one where we love God. It is also a truth where we love others, all the others, not just the others that look like us, act like us, or agree with us. And for the record, I really am following the recommendation to wash my hands frequently, just as all of us should. <laughs>